This podcast is sponsored by thevalleygivesback.org. For hundreds of years we brought you the news. For the info we gave you the clues. Hello, hello. This is Eugene Driscoll of valleyindie.org. Welcome to Navel Gazing, the Valley Indie Podcast. I hope everyone is well. You know, COVID's been with us for more than a year now. It's still with us like a thorn in our shoe, but we're getting vaccinated. I'm supposed to go Sunday. Hopefully everything goes well there, but light at the end of the tunnel, right? So before I get into it, this episode is going to be dedicated to... Well, it's not dedicated... But it's going to be, I'm going to play audio clips from a March 29th meeting of the Ansonia Planning and Zoning Commission, during which uh, they heard comment on a proposal to build a motel at 557 Wakeley Avenue. That's the site of the former Raps Paradise Inn and Molto Benny and John J. Sullivan's restaurant. And at that meeting, by the end of it, They had tentatively scheduled a formal public hearing April 26th on this application. And again, it's an application to build a 25-room motel off uh, Wakeley Avenue with a gas station, little convenience shop, and bar restaurant as well. If you want to look at the plans, anything like that, go to the City of Ansonia website. That's cityofansonia.com. Go to meetings and minutes and go to planning and zoning. And they posted all the plans. They're labeled 329.21, and you can see a uh, bunch of it. You might have to click a couple, but uh, anyway, that's I encourage you to do that. So before I get to the clips, now this wasn't a formal public hearing. What happened was the P&Z was scheduled to just accept this application and I guess go over it a little with one of the developer's representatives, who is Dominic Thomas, a prominent land use lawyer here in the Naugatuck Valley. But word of this motel got out. It's been sort of circulating on, on social media and so people, at the beginning of every meeting, there's a public comment where you can comment on uh, anything you want or anything that's on the agenda. And so about nine people, eight or nine people chose to do so. You'll be hearing from them in this broadcast. And then I have like an extended clip of Dominic Thomas talking about this proposal. But before I get into it, I want to read, I want to read a word from our sponsor, valleygivesback.org. Okay, is that okay with you? Thanks. While giving back is always in season, now is a great time to plan your gift. Name a Valley nonprofit in your estate plan. Create a legacy that tells future generations what matter to you. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action will inspire others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the Valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about planned giving options. Plan now. Give later. Impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.com. Dot org. Another thing happening, I'm a one-man operation, all right? I'm completely overwhelmed, but May 4th is the great give. Once a year, I ask readers to donate money to keep this publication going. My operating budget is something like, I don't know, $100,000, $120,000 a year. I'm not, the, I'm not the, uh, the bean counter here. That's Paul Bass, the New Haven Independent and the Online Journalism Project. I am a cog in the wheel. I am merely employee. But I take it upon myself every year, in addition to writing grants to keep this thing going, 
grant applications, uh, I, I try to raise $10,000 for readers and that's from readers. And that's coming up May 4th. The Great Gives a 36-hour fundraiser online May 4th. During that time, I will be stuck in my basement interviewing other nonprofits here in the Valley, explaining what they do and how you can help them. It's awesome. Donate to them. Donate to this organization. Come together. The Great Give is May 4th. I'll be reaching out. I got I to gotta order postcards. I got to send out 100 postcards. I got to do all kinds of prep work. I got to go to area restaurants and get gift cards because we tried to, you know, give, that was really successful last year. I got to prepackage coffee cups. I am overwhelmed in addition to covering the news, which has been really busy. I haven't done one of these podcasts in a while because it's been lost dogs on cliffs, brush fires, all kinds of stuff going on. We've written six articles on the Derby budget. Who else has written six articles on the Derby budget? Ladies and gentlemen, one of the reasons uh, I ask you to consider donating uh, May 4th to the Great Give, Valley Indy uh, specifically. But, all right, enough of that. So if, if, if you're not aware of this, I mean, this was definitely the most read story. I, you know, a motel on Wakely Avenue at former Multiple Benny, you know it's going to be, it's going to raise questions. It's just the nature of, uh, of what's going on. So I wrote an article, and it begins, the public will have a chance April 26th to formally weigh in on a plan to build a 25-room motel on Wakely Avenue. The, moves come, the move comes after about eight members of the public, including neighbors, spoke out against the plans during a meeting of the Ansonia Planning and Zoning Commission on March 29th. Speaker said they're worried a motel will attract a criminal element to Wakely Avenue. Motel is next to exit 19 off Route 8 North. So it's sort of near Tritown Plaza, if you don't know where that is. But all right, so without further ado, here's the first speaker. Now, I edited these clips down, especially the first speaker, with apologies to Matt McGowan, the first speaker. He had an echo going because people forget to mute themselves. So it was hard to listen to the whole thing. And uh, it's hard enough to get people to listen to local news. So here's Matt McGowan expressing his concerns. Matthew McGowan. Uh, so I'm here to talk tonight about the proposed, uh, oh, sorry, I'm here to uh, voice my objections against the proposed motel. First, I would like to say that I'm all for um, proposed developments that would help improve the quality of life uh, for all residents of Ansonia. Like now, that echo isn't uh, a thing throughout all the speakers, just the first one. Stanny food, like Stanny Dairy, food trucks and um, co-eatery. Uh, the proposed Petco uh, by the mayor would have been great. Uh, and so much more. But this proposal is not like one of those. Uh, there is, is not like one of those. There's a plethora of reasons as to why this is not a good fit for Aunt Sonia. Um, but I'm not going to get into all of those. Uh, the main reason, the, the reason I will be focusing on tonight, uh, is, is the greatly increased risk of sex trafficking and prostitution. These kinds of motel, uh, highway motels uh, bring to the cities and towns across the nation. There are a ton of studies uh, on the correlation of prostitution and sex trafficking um, and the location of motels in the vicinity of highways and major routes, uh, like the one here, like how close this one is to uh, Route 8 versus how close it is to uh, Route 34 versus how close it is to Route 68 and so on and so forth. This is, I mean, it's pretty close to a lot of routes. And just jumping in real quickly, uh, one thing that... Uh, hasn't come out, but the owner or the, the the business family man proposing this motel off Wakely Avenue in Ansonia also owns 
the Big Apple Motel up in Waterbury, which has been subject to, I, I'm not going to get into the whole controversy there. I will tell you, go to valleyindy.org. If it's not there, if you're reading this six months from now, search Neighbors Oppose Plans for Motel on Wakeley Avenue in Ansonia. Goes into all the stats, all the backstories, all the previous stories, all the op-eds that have been written uh, uh, talking about Big Apple Motel in Waterbury. Please read before commenting. Back to Bat McGowan. One such uh, study can be found uh, in the Journal of Criminal Justice, where the author did actually um, did a study on prostitution and sex trafficking crimes related uh, to the city of Austin, Texas. Thirty percent of all uh, prostitutes for thirty percent of all. Sorry about that. 30% of all reports from the uh, year of 2013 to 2015 uh, came from just 4% of the whole city. This area being a cluster of cheap motels found along Highway 35 uh, on a part of Highway 35 that intersects a number of local routes. No other part of the city had this density of uh, reported sex trafficking or prostitution. Okay, so that was Matt McGowan. Uh, again, apologies for uh, whoever didn't mute themselves, and so you get that echo effect going on there. The rest of the podcast will not have that. But basically, you can hear Matt's uh, raising concerns about potential increase in crime that could happen if a motel was allowed. In the interest of fairness, uh, Dominic Thomas, the representative, the lawyer for the applicant, said, like, look, you can't just paint a broad brush and say a motel automatically equals crime, especially when you're talking about one 25-room motel in an area and community and demographics that's slightly different than the other ones being cited. It's not a cluster of, of motels you're talking about here. And again, I'm not taking a side. I'm not MSNBC or CNN. I'm just stating the facts, ma'am. Okay, I think next is Brian Perkins. Hi, uh, my name is Brian Perkins. Okay, Brian, go ahead. It was Brian Perkins. I cut people's addresses out of here because, you know, you give your address when you speak uh, at these town meetings. But I, I don't know. Do people want that on the in a podcast? I'm not so sure. I live on Hawthorne Avenue, though, in Derby. I also want to speak about the uh, the motel issues that's, that's proposed tonight um, in regards to, to what Matt spoke about already and also in regards to Ansonia as a whole and the demographic that it could be bringing in to Ansonia being right off the highway. And there are many studies, like Matt said, that show cheap motels, highways and poverty rates. So it's still sex trafficking, but we can go so above that as well into drug trafficking. Uh, just a week ago, there was actually a news report that just broke. There was a fentanyl factory in a Milford hotel, Milford motel, excuse me. Um, there are issues with, you know, crime as it is in Ansonia. We have a lot of, uh, we've had a lot of shootings on the north side, the west side, um, just this year alone. Um, I just feel that going forward and going ahead with this kind of establishment and in the location it is right off the highway will, will more so overwhelm our, our police department. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm not saying they don't do a good job, but what I am saying is that there are a lot of crime issues in Ansonia already, and I feel like we should be focusing on those before we go ahead and try to focus on a, a development that that may impose more of that crime, more of that those issues. Um, and it's just something that I feel like Ansonia doesn't need right now, especially with, you know, the way the housing market is going forward. You know, there's a lot of potential home buyers and we want to attract those people to Ansonia. We want more people in Ansonia. Um, 
So it's going that way. I feel that with this kind of development going in, you know, there's going to be people who get off the highway going down Wakely. Wakely is a, a main street in Ansonia and they're going to see this development and wonder, is this where I want to bring my kids? Is this a safe area? This, that, and the third. And I just don't feel like that's a good image for Ansonia. And I also want on the record to show that I am by no means against development in Sonia. I am by no means against, um, really, you know, renovating areas and re-energizing re the city. But I feel like we need to do that in a way that's you know, number one, responsible and number two, safe. And I, I just feel like those are the issues that we really need to think about moving forward with this project, making sure that we are making the right decisions for what we want to put in the city. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I should turn my mic on. So, yeah, that's Brian Perkins. So you had Matt McGowan, Brian Perkins sort of putting forward this big picture general statement that a motel will equate to an increase in crime. Next two speakers, two or three, are people who either live close to the proposed location there. And it was a banquet facility. You know, uh, John J. Sullivan's Multiple Benny was a bar, restaurant, live entertainment, and like a place where, like, you know, they would have banquets. Went to a couple there over the years on various uh, municipal functions. But anyway, now let's hear from people uh, who live near or one gas station operator who has a gas station right up the road. Cause again, there's a gas station. I don't know if I mentioned in the beginning, it's motel, gas station, bar, restaurant, uh, like a little mini rest stop there right off route eight, Wakeley Avenue, Ansonia. Hi, uh, John McClenny. I actually live right around the corner from where this is proposed to, uh, I, I oppose this, this construction knowing that, Nolan Field is literally walking distance from this proposed hotel slash gas station. Um, you know, knowing that kids come from, you know, from the other side of Ansonia and will walk over to this park and knowing that there's going to be a hotel sitting there. Um, I, I totally oppose to this. You know, I mean, I have children and if they were to walk down Wakely Ave, this would not want to be, you know, I mean, I moved to this town back in 2003 and it's been granted. I understand the banquet facility has been closed since 2016, but I would assume or oppose for, you know, or actually agree for something else to be put in that location. That location is, is, is literally too small to put a gas station and a hotel in. That's my, that's my opinion. Uh, you know, what if you were to get, you know, tractor trailers coming off of Route 8 and they see a hotel, they're going to try to pull in and it's not big enough for them to even turn around in. So Dominic Thomas, later on, I don't think I have it in this particular uh, clip that I pulled, but he says that Dominic Thomas is the lawyer representing the applicant who wants to build a motel gas station and uh, some other stuff there on Wakeley Avenue. He says property's plenty big enough. We won't have a problem with uh, tractor trailers. There's room. So here we go. More from the from the public comment. Portion. Hey, hello, uh, Melissa Smith. I am part owner of Smith Sansoni Shell, 8 Great Hill Road. I do want to bring up um, that the crime rate at Michelle has gone up in the recent months, which is police record. And to have a motel hotel right around the corner is not going to make things for the community any better. Yeah, actually, my name is Dan Buckley. There's three houses directly across. And actually, I'm just reiterating the same thing everybody else is 
Uh, this is Dan Buckley, by the way. He lives uh, across the street from the proposed motel. Nolan Field, increased crime rate. Traffic. We've been in this property since 86. So back when Raps owned the property, which was great. And when John J. Sullivan's went in, that was a great effort in Molto Benny. It, this one's, we would love to see the property because it's not good having a vacant property right across from your house. But this one just seems like not the best. <laughs> Put it mildly. That's it. Okay, so that gives you a general taste of what the comments were like at the March 29th uh, public comment, public comment portion of the Ansonia Planning and Zoning Commission. And again, at that meeting, now, uh, technically, because the, these uses are permitted, you're allowed to put, this is, it's commercially zoned for mixed use, I believe. I may have just butchered that. But according to uh, Dominic Thomas, you're allowed to put a motel there. You're allowed to put a gas station there. There was some question from a city planner whether you could do all these different uses on one piece of property. So that may come up again. Because so many people spoke out uh, on this subject, March 29th, the commission decided to schedule the public hearing for April 26th. Now I'm recording this uh, April 8th. I will warn you that these things can change and I don't get notified. It's one of the frustrated things of being a reporter in the Valley, but you can check cityofansonia.com check their me that's what i'm gonna do as the date gets closer just make sure uh, it hasn't changed and if you want to weigh in you can do so you can also call find out who your representative is on the ansonia board of aldermen and ask that person to keep you in the loop as well because hey that's what they're there for okay so now i believe at this point i have an extended comment from dominic thomas you know i think it's fair to present uh, both sides, especially when they were both readily available at a public hearing. And Dominic Thomas spoke for a long time. This is this is edited. I'll, I'll say that right now. But he sort of introduces the project. He talks about how it's an allowed use in the city of Ansonia and how that that's important because his theory here is that, well, if it's an allowed use, the assumption is that it's appropriate. So here is Dominic Thomas, I think. The, uh, I would like to begin by stating and sort of in response to some of the questions that the reason this is a site plan is that the three uses, uh, the multiple uses uh, in the building, the uh, use of the motel and the use of the uh, gasoline retail service are all uh, permitted uses within the commercial zone. Uh, and that is why it's not uh, require a public hearing. That is why it is just a site plan application. Um, and given the way uh, zoning is set up, uh, it is implied then that there has been a determination that these uses are appropriate for the commercial zone. Um, and this property being part of the commercial zone having been rezoned, I think, several years ago. Um, as you can see, um, so we have a piece of property, uh, obviously, as uh, you are uh, aware of, that um, is located at 557 Wakeley Avenue. It's located in the C-Zone. It's the former site of the Raps, Parasite, Raps Paradise Inn and other catering and restaurant venues. It's currently is vacant and has been for some time. The property is 77,000 plus square feet. 
and has a 10,510 uh, square foot building on the site. Just want to remind people that this podcast is sponsored by valleygivesback.org and that The Great Give is scheduled for May 4th, 2021, 36-hour fundraiser during which you can donate to the Valley Independent Sentinels, keep this site alive, keep local news alive, or donate to the Valley nonprofit of your choice. Great Give, May 4th and May 5th. Uh, And the area is mixed use uh, with residential, commercial, especially on the other side of uh, Route 8, sports, complexes, um, and the Nolan Field complex. Uh, the maximum number of employees on the site at any one time would be approximately 17. We've broken them down. Um, and there is more than adequate on-site parking for uh, employees. Again, and, and to somewhat respond. And again, all right, so that was an overview, a general overview of this project. And he basically he read from the uh, site plan statement. I might have that wrong. or the, the, the statement of use, I'm sorry, that's available on the cityofansonia.com website if you want to research that yourself. Uh, but then I, I, I had skipped forward and, and then sort of cut a clip where he talks about this notion that it could increase crime and some of the concerns that were brought up repeatedly by residents of Ansonia about this application. So uh, let me let me kick it back a second. You can hear the end of his, uh, and I'll do it right here, and here's Dominic Thomas again reacting. Again, and, and to somewhat respond, it's, uh, it is difficult to respond when the um, objections are that all motels are traf- uh, sex trafficking locations. And while I'm sure there are a lot of areas, as uh, was pointed out, like the Berlin Turnpike, uh, especially in the past, uh, where these issues have been, uh, we are not. You are not looking at a situation here where you are. Lo- First of all, you're looking at a permitted use, and second of all, you're looking at a situation that is not in a uh, area where there are multiple motels. As a matter of fact. The closest uh, hospitality to this going south is in the Route 8 corridor. Uh, And those are uh, more substantially large hotels. Um, And uh, pre-COVID, there was a proposal for at least one, if not two more. And as soon as we come out of COVID, there will be because there's a lack of uh, air, a lack of uh, those type of rooms um, within the area for people traveling to the area. Um, now, this site, you know, isn't suitable for a large hotel. The proposal is for a small motel, um, and it provides uh, a type of, uh, just as in hotels, a type of hospitality that does not really exist in this area for people looking for it. So when you go from Shelton, if you're looking at marketing and that nature, when you go from Shelton to Waterbury, and if you stop and think for a minute that somebody traveling along that route, uh, if they were not going to stay in Shelton, or um, as has happened many times before, since I do quite a bit of land use in Shelton, uh, all you need is uh, an event at the uh, the rinks, the sports center, or anything like that, and the hotels fill up. 
and people have a tendency to go down towards Milford and other places to try to find rooms. All right, so Dominic Thomas saying in general that this type of use, hospitality in general, is needed in the lower Naugatuck Valley because you only have hotels or motels locally on Bridgeport Avenue in Shelton. Otherwise, you have to go up to Waterbury or over to Milford. Now, I should also point out that some of the neighbors who had spoke earlier said that the, the since there's hotels and motels on Bridgeport Avenue, why is this uh, needed? Now, here's some more of Dominic Thomas, because at one point he gets... He addresses directly uh, some of the opposition. I don't know if it's in this short clip or one right after it, but here we go. Well, this person is, my client is not proposing building a full hotel, but he's proposing uh, a form of hospitality that is permitted under your zoning regulations. Uh, And that hospitality is attached to a uh, building that he's proposing that would potentially look a little bit more uh, other than the fact that there is going to be a restaurant and there is going to be the ability to, uh, um, to obtain a drink because there's no, uh, this is not walkable to downtown. Uh, it's also going to be an area where people can sit and eat. It's also going to be an area for retail. So it has, as I mentioned in my statement of use, a look and a feel more of a rest stop, but there's something else that people have to remember that, uh, Okay, so now uh, when he when he ended with the word rest stop, uh, then I had skipped ahead. So now he's talking about the context of this. He was talking about economic development, uh, and 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 what is needed for a successful economic uh, redevelopment project and things like that in general. So uh, just so there's there's a there's two different thoughts going on here. There was the rest stop, and then this is a completely other stop uh, thought that's starting. But there's something else that people have to remember that uh, uh, a lot of apartments and the people coming into those apartments need, they need two things. A lot of times they need storage. They don't have it there. But when they have events, when. I'm sorry, what he's talking about here is that Ansonia is building apartments downtown. There's a bunch of proposals to build apartments. Well, actually, they're more than proposals. They're slowly getting started at uh on both sides of of main street there right in the area of city hall and uh thomas is talking about how that's been welcomed by the city of ansonia as positive economic development and he's saying well this is connected this is also positive uh economic development and here the people are going to need uh please if they they have guests over if they can't uh, stay in their apartment or their townhouse or condo or what have you in downtown ansonia well here's a nice uh, convenient spot for them to stay up the road on Wakeley Avenue. Again, that's my interpretation of what he's saying. Don't uh, write me a letter saying, you know, I'm pro or anti-motel, all right? Back to Dominic. But there's something else that people have to remember that uh, uh, a lot of apartments and the people coming into those apartments need, they need two things. A lot of times they need storage. They don't have it there. But when they have events, when they have uh Uh, birthdays, when they have weddings, when they have everything, uh, they can't put the people up in their apartments. So the people need hospitality. And Sonia has no hospitality. This is a small version of it, but it is something that I think it is uh, very unfortunate that people have uh, had uh, predeterminations. Certainly anybody can research the internet and come up with incidences, but this is not 
Ansonia and this area is not the Berlin Turnpike. But you have to create uh, a... Um, Sometimes you have to create uh, something that uh, diverges from reality in order to oppose it. Okay, so yeah, those are all my clips from the March 29th and Sonia Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. Uh, again, they accept the application. It's being reviewed by staff who will come back at the next meeting later this month. It's now April. Uh, so the commissioners will have uh, additional questions, staff members. And that means staff means like their engineer. I don't know if Ansoni has a consulting engineer like Derby. I'm not really sure. But you know, fire marshal uh, get, gets to weigh in on it. Uh, the police in terms of traffic, I think. The, the local traffic authority gets to say. But most importantly is the public will have a chance to weigh in. In a formal public hearing, that means it's, I mean, basically a formal public hearing means it's attached to this particular application. If it winds up in court, the transcript uh, gets submitted word for word, verbatim. So that's supposed to happen, last I heard, April 26th. I don't have, a, I guess it was 6 p.m., 6 p.m. Thursday, April 26th. But again, please, because this the date can change, Please check the Ansonia City website calendar for more. And hey, if you're listening to this, feel free to write a letter, comment on uh, Valley Indie Facebook, or under this podcast if you're reading it or listening to it on valleyindie.org. Let me know what you think. But again, I want to thank valleygivesback.org for sponsoring this podcast for a long time now. It's very much appreciated. I'm happy to bring this type of news reporting in addition to traditional uh, text base and photos and videos to do something like this podcast where we can revisit an issue. And hey, you can check my article that I wrote last week to see if I uh, did anybody dirty because this is primary source material. But uh, last but not least, please, great give May 4th and May 5th. I want to raise $10,000 for this publication to uh, keep it going. Uh, that's my goal every year for, God, a long time now, raising $10,000 a year through readers. It's a one-time, it's our one-time year we, we ask for uh, donations, uh, through the reader drive. So, and that's the great give May 4th, May 5th, 36 hour fundraiser. I'll be on Valley Indie Facebook streaming for as long as I can until I collapse interviewing other nonprofits about what they do in the Valley, what their mission is, how they've been affected by COVID, whether it be health wise or counseling wise or economic. Uh, it'll be a good discussion. I'm really looking forward to it. And thank you so much for listening. Here are the bad slugs to play us out. I don't know who us is. For hundreds of years we brought you the news. For the info we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Changing market now threatens our lives.